What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Friday, July 3rd, 2020, and you guys are listening to episode 200. And 53. We have no Zoom podcast today. We have no guests today. I will let you guys catch up on that. Uh, last week we had the hilarious, uh, talented Chris Lamberth. We've had amazing guests on there. Um, but today I'm going old school. Today I am going old school TVE because there's a lot of announcements. Everybody's getting ready for 4th of July. So I wanted to reconnect, talk with you guys, see what the hell is going on. uh, Let you guys uh, know some really cool and uh, amazing announcements going on. So uh, I'll be talking about that. And um, one of the funniest days I've ever had in my life was today. (laughs) so um, it literally was one of the funniest days that I've had in my life. I I cried laughing more today than I might have ever in my life. Dangerous, uh, dangerous, dangerously cried. Like driving, cried, um, cried uh, at, at home after I got back. Me and Giannis Papas had a such a funny fucking day together. Up here in the country, uh, we were running errands and we ended up making a purchase today. Um, just so fucking funny. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, I am not really going to be talking about uh, the whole protesting and the whole COVID thing for a long portion of this show. We know what's going on out there. We've seen it. Um, it's definitely, I don't know. It's just definitely still tension and fighting and people making things political when they shouldn't be. Uh, People not using common sense because they want to be right about their argument. The whole fucking thing. I just, you know, it's, we're in a really weird time. We're in a time I never thought I would see. Stand-up comedy is basically shut down almost across the entire country. Um, You know. Comics are standing on the back of fucking pickup trucks, doing drive-in theater, standing outside next to parking lots. I'm not saying that that's bad. Uh, I'm not judging anybody um, under the right circumstances. I would do that if, if you know, if if it was like I said, the right circumstances. But that being said, guys, um, we're just in wild, wild times that I never really thought. Um, I would grow up and go, wow, man, the country's in bad shape. You always used to hear old people say that and you were like, is this, you know, um, but this is some really wild shit. And the only thing I'll say, I went on a rant on the Instagram live. I want to thank all of you, all of you. If you were, um, some of the people that were listening to my, um, and, and, and tuned into my Instagram live. I've been doing a bunch of them either Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday nights. I've been doing Instagram lives. I think I only missed like a week of like never doing it, but, um, I went back on, people were asking me, I missed a time. I missed some time. I got back on there and, uh, it was just a great time. And I went on this rant and I'm not going to get fully into it now, but I'll just say this. I truly believe Um, I truly, truly believe that making this coronavirus political 
is a really big fucking problem. Okay. Uh, I really believe that. I think the spikes in coronavirus are because of protests and because people don't give a fuck. How do I know people don't give a fuck? Because I was in Arizona and they didn't give a fuck. They didn't. They looked at me with a mask like crazy. So this is all I'm going to say. I'm not going to go into it. I got a lot of funny, cool stuff to talk about. I got really cool announcements, okay? Really cool announcements on the show. And that's why I wanted to do this to let you guys know. Um, but I just have to say, um, this this is what I said on Instagram. And everybody's like, oh my God, Paul, I wish you could record that or put that out somewhere. Guys, I am somebody, you guys know, I'm in the middle Okay, um, a lot of people like to hate on my political views because I am in the middle. I am not a, I'm I'm not a far left right. I'm not a, I mean I'm not a far left uh, liberal or a far right, you know, Republican. I'm I'm in between. I see every side. I definitely have you know certain views and values and stuff like, but I'm never somebody that doesn't put myself in somebody else's shoes situation. Uh, if you will, and 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 try to think what everybody's coming from, and then you just have the radical lunatics who cannot be talked to. That being said, I truly don't understand why people are making wearing a mask political. Okay, um, and I'm just going to put it this way. Okay, um, my father is more conservative and Republican than anybody listening to this a thousand times over. It's not even close. So if you're listening to this and you or somebody you know is Republican, they're not as Republican as my father. Okay. I say that with certainty. Okay. You could maybe match or try to tie the man, but you will not be able to beat him when it comes to being a conservative. Okay. And guess what, guys? My father wears a fucking mask. He's like, I'm not getting sick. It's not political and it's not fucking fake and it's not bullshit. All right. And I can tell you because my mother, okay, who had stage four cancer, she had stage four cancer and uh, the Dana-Farber Institute in Boston saved my mother's life. Shout out to the Dana-Farber Institute. Shout out to uh, Dr. Dimitri for saving my mother's life. And the Dana-Farber Institute called my mother and said, you are really susceptible to this. You need to stay inside and you need to be careful and you need to take care of yourself and you need to not get COVID-19 because if you do, it could really fuck you up. They didn't word it that way, but that's what they were saying. Okay. And I know for a fact, there's a lot of my moms out there. All right. So all you fucking people that want to get upset or want to say, oh, fuck, the the government's not going to tell me what to do. It's really fucking stupid. It's really, really fucking stupid. And not wearing a mask is stupid. Okay, I can confidently say that. Now, I'm not saying that they don't use fear tactics and I'm not even saying sometimes that they maybe blow things out of proportion. But you know something? If putting that mask on is going to save my mother's life and save other people like my mother's life's out there, then fucking wear the mask. If you're going to be so selfish to go out there and just be like, fuck it, man, I'm not sick. I'm going to live my life and put somebody else's grandmother or old person in danger because it's America and you don't have to do what the fuck. You're a fucking moron. I honestly believe that. And and you know what? I'm not, tr- and, and this is not political at all, at all. Okay. I was in Arizona and you know what? I found out that people that I saw out there were, were getting sick. And I got an email saying you got out in the nick of time because numbers are spiking. But what? That's all fake too. 
let me guess, the 124,000 or 125,000 people that died, that's all fake. That's more than the World War I, which was almost 117,000 Americans. So, yes, I know in the grand scheme of things, the number, oh, people, Paul, it's only 1%. It's only 1% of people. Tell that to a fucking, so, so, so it was less than 1% for war, uh, World War I. How do those people fucking feel? Put your fucking mask on and wash your hands and in fucking three months this thing is fucking over. Instead, you guys are going to go out there and there's a flip side to this shit too, okay? It go, This goes for everybody because all you fucking liberal fucking far left liberal people who think all these fucking protests are so beautiful and granted, everybody's got a right to protest and if you want to protest an injustice, that's great. But guess what? I don't care if you're wearing a mask. You're not fucking social distancing. So do me a favor, and, and, and this is the other thing. It's it's so crazy, because what the far right does is the far right's like, I'm not wearing a mask, fuck that, they're lying to me, they're not going to control me, which is dumb. And then the far left is going, if you go to the beach, you're a murderer. Oh, but if you're at a protest, that's beautiful. It's like, fuck you, pick one. You fucking hypocrites, pick one. And you want to know what the truth is, guys? Everybody wants to be right and everybody's on a team and everybody's in a political party. And that's the fucking problem. The bottom line is this. COVID-19 is back. People are dying. Numbers are spiking. Okay? I had it. My whole fucking family had it. All right? We all have the antibodies. They're saying we can get it again. And there are people out there that are susceptible to it. Jesus, Paul. Fucking spit it out, dick. So... Um, wear your mask, wash your hands and social distance and try to listen to, to what people are saying. You could hang around a few friends. You could hang out. You could even have light gatherings. Just stay six feet apart or as to the best you can, but wear a mask and wash your fucking hands and things are going to be okay. And guess what? You don't need to wear a mask at home. You don't need to wear a mask in your bathroom. You don't need to wear a mask when you're jerking off. You don't need to wear a mask when you're having sex. You don't need to wear a mask uh, in your backyard or in your front yard or in your car. You don't need to wear a mask. You know you need to wear a mask. Just take it off and put it on for the fucking 10, 15 minutes you're in a supermarket and stop making it a big deal. How about that? How about that? And then see where the fucking numbers are. That's all. That's all. It's not political. That's all I wanted to say. That's how I feel. Okay? Because I will tell you this right now, and I've said this before. If a motherfucker is not having a mask, and that person is like, fuck this, I'm not wearing a mask, and they get my mother sick and my mother dies, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. And I really don't want to lose my family and career, so wear your fucking masks. Okay? That's it. That's all I'm going to say. And you guys know me, and you know, you know that I, this is not a political thing. If you do know my show and you do know me, you know 100% that this is not political, okay? And I know some of you are are probably, there's going to be a handful of you listening who are unhappy with me saying this. Fuck Paul, what are you fucking, why, because you're in show business, you fucking liberal. Not the case. You're actually wrong and stupid for thinking that, if that's what you think. You're actually a thousand percent wrong if that's what you're thinking. I'm doing it just because... I, I realize when I've talked to people that they make it political. So uh, that's all I want to say. And I wish all you guys are safe. And I want everybody to wear a mask. You want to know why? I want everybody to wear a mask and be safe and wash their hands because I want this shit to be over where we never have to fucking see another mask. That's why. I want. I don't want to fucking sit there and talk to my neighbor like, I don't want that. 
Okay, I do not want that. What I want is to have this shit over with and be able to go to comedy clubs and do what I love and continue to create and continue to get better at what I love doing, which is stand-up comedy and writing jokes and doing that. And I can't do that when everybody's fucking marching around, not paying attention to the rules, not listening, and people are still getting sick. So... Um, I found out recently Arizona just got shut down again. Florida's getting shut down. All these fucking places that had nothing, nothing, nothing were walking around like it was bullshit. Florida had 10,000 cases today. Florida had 10,000 cases of COVID-19 today. Today. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it sucks and I want to get back to normal. I really, really do. That being said, let's let's move on to some positive shit here. Let's move on. Let's move on to the show. That's all I wanted to talk about. I know I said I wasn't going to go on with it, but you know me, guys. I go on a fucking rant. Fuck that. I'm not, not going to be a, at a principle. I'm not fucking going to tell me what is against the Constitution. Fucking say, say that to your fucking grandma. Say that at your grandmother's funeral during her fucking eulogy. Fucking dope. All right. Anyway, here's what I want to say, okay? Guess what, everybody? Patreon's coming back, and the Patreon, I'm going to do some really, really cool shit. Now that we have a producer for the Verzi Effect, you're going to get videos. You're going to get rants. You are going to get um, extra podcasts, but here's what's really going to be the dopest part. What I am going to be doing, and we're putting it together now, the podca- uh, the Patreon will be launched in a week. What I'm doing now is I am going to be doing a once every couple of weeks Zoom. And the Zoom, I am going to allow a certain amount of people. It's going to be a show. It's going to be an hour to two hour comedy show, but not stand up. It'll be me talking. We're going to be doing Q&As. I'm going to be talking to you. I'm going to be interacting with the patrons on camera, on fucking video. We're going to be doing that. Also, I will have special guests pop in during the comedy q and I'm going to have special guests just boom, pop up and they will talk to you. They'll answer questions with you. Me and that person, whoever it may be, you guys know my friends, you know the podcast, you never know who it's going to be. It's, you know, we'll hop in and it'll be, it'll be awesome. We're going to sit there. We'll fuck around. We'll do games. We'll, we'll do, um, like I said, we'll do like, uh, one's got to go. We'll do gun to your head. We'll do all kinds of fun shit. You guys could ask us questions, comedy questions. Um, and it'll be like going to a comedy show, but on zoom and it'll be a Patreon price, whatever the show, whatever the price of admission is for that show. Sometimes there'll be things on Patreon that will be like a $5 tier. Then there'll be a, a, a 10 or $15 tier. And there's going to be just any, whatever tier you get that that's what you will get, but we'll be able to set something up just for that show. So you don't have to pay a monthly. You can do like, Oh, I'm going to spend 15, 10 or 15 bucks on that show. And it'll be all the patrons get into a room and uh, we'll do Q and A's and talk and meet and actually be able to interact during a live show. So that's coming, uh, which I'm really, really excited about because that's going to let me actually be face to face with you guys. And you guys could actually ask me questions face to face on zoom. So if you guys have been listening 
to the Verzi Effect podcast for so long. You've been overseas, okay? If you're a fan in Croatia, if you're a fan in Japan, New Zealand, Canada, um, the UK, wherever you may be or in the United States, and you're like, Verzi, I've been listening to your ass since 2013. I love this story. Finally able to put a name with a face. I think it's going to be awesome. And I want to see your face. You understand that I've been, guys, I've been talking into a fucking microphone with nobody here for years. Or I've been looking into a camera or, or talking into a microphone with no response. I've been reading your unacceptables for years. Now we get face to face and we do a cool thing and it's going to be it's going to be a show for you guys but also you're going to be part of the show and that's what I'm really looking forward to. And again, I will have some amazing special guests pop in that you'll be so psyched about and you could talk to them, ask them questions, obviously within reason, of course, but uh so that's going to be set up. We're putting that together on um, we're putting that together as well. Next week I'm going to do another Instagram live and also tell people about this. I want to build it up until we get a certain number before we do the first show and then we do the first show, we'll pack it out and it'll just be a great time. So that Patreon is coming. I told you we were all going to we're going to do all this stuff and now it's finally happening. I hope you guys are enjoying the regular Verzi effect with the guests and the Zoom and everything like that. And then obviously sometimes I throw these regular ones in, um, you know, the old school ones in like this as well. So um, really excited about that. Another big announcement that I have, okay? This basically podcast is July 4th announcements, but, uh, you know, we're, I got a really, well, I'll definitely tell you a funny story too. So, so I got some shit. Um, but one um, amazing thing that I'm really, really excited about, guys, is my new web series, uh, Dude I Called It, okay, is launching on Wednesday, okay? So Wednesday, what is it? Let's see here. Make sure I get this date right. So Wednesday, July the 8th, will be the debut of Season 1, Episode 1 of Dude I Called It. Dude I Called It will be a web series, which is anywhere from about 5 to 10 minutes long. And here's what it is. If you guys, if I didn't mention it to you guys before, uh, Dude I Called It is a web series where I will have a guest on. And my guest can be a fellow comedian. My guest can be a musician, an actor, um, an athlete, uh, just a a guest that you guys will recognize or that have done some things um, on a national or international scale, a celebrity, so to speak. And my guest will tell me something that they predicted in the past that has come to fruition. uh, And then they will make a future prediction. And then, of course, we will revisit it. So, and some of them are really, really cool. I got to tell you, I'm really excited. And episode one of Dude, I Called It is none other than the man, the myth, the legend, uh, the one that they call the OG, um, which is uh, Tom Green, okay? And I know you guys listened to Tom Green on the Verzi Effect um, a couple months back. So Tom is going to be my first guest. And when I tell you the episode is so cool. Um, And like I said, these episodes are five to 10 minutes long. Okay. And you're going to hear something that they predicted that happened. And then you're going to hear a future prediction. And 
Tom Green's is, I mean, Tom Green's is so good. We might have saved, we should have saved it for like the finale season, uh, the season finale uh, of the first season that we're going to do. These will be available um, to start. They will be available on the new YouTube channel, which I want to thank all you guys for subscribing right now. We're, we're closing in already. We only started this very recently weeks and uh, what is it, a couple, not even a couple months yet or something. And we're at almost a couple thousand subscribers and uh, it's growing every day a lot. So I really, really thank you guys for that. And uh, this, this web series is going to really... Uh, be something that you guys will like. So that's coming out Wednesday. Please check that out. So you got the Patreon coming out. You got the new web series, Dude, I Called It, starting um, on Wednesday with the first guest, Tom Green, and of course the regular Verzi effects. But with the Patreon, it's also going to be just extra stuff. So the subscription is going to be $5 regular for all the extra stuff. That's a month. Uh, and you're going to get a ton of stuff and we're going to drop a lot of stuff right away. And, and then you're going to get these live shows or, or not, not live. Uh, yes, we're going to do Zooms that will be Patreon uh, and, and we'll be Q&A and have guests on. OK, so you got all of that going down. Super, super excited about it. And uh, and, you know, I can't really talk about what's going on with the next special because of everything going on. But something's good. <laughs> something uh, something will be announced uh, hopefully soon if people could fucking just stop this fucking virus and stop all this craziness going on in the world. Oh, what a time. What a time. Guys, I am a gun owner. That's right. That is right. I am a gun owner and here's how it happened. Let's get into the story. Let's see. Did you guys have any, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Manager for, what is this here? Um, Let's see what this is. All right. I got to... No, never mind. I don't have that. We're going to just go to this. There's too much. I can't read all these. So here's what we're going to do. Um, I will tell you this story that happened today. I don't know how many people that are listening to this own a gun. I've never owned a gun. I've had BB guns. I've had pellet guns. But I've never actually had a like a, like a firearm that I had to like register and like let like sign papers and the FBI knows that I have a firearm and uh today was the first day I did it and uh the way it happened was hysterical we were crying laughing so excuse me while I sip my water um I don't know why my studio smells like this but I don't know if it's the humidity I don't know what the fuck is going on but if my cat came in here and did anything I don't think they did but uh, that's not good. Anyway, Giannis Pappas, my dear friend and my new neighbor up in the country in a town that I will never give up, um, decided, I said, buddy, I got to go run some errands. Do you want to come with me? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, uh, you want to run out to the mall? I got to go to Dick's Sporting Goods. I got to get some weights. I got to do this and that. I go, Sure. I go, I got to go pick up a couple things from the grocery store. I go, maybe we'll get a coffee. Who knows? We'll just do what the fuck we want to do and have a day. How about that? How about we tell our wives we're going to run some errands and we have a day. Okay? So, I know ladies like to do that. Well, you know what? Sometimes guys can do that too. So, I pick up Giannis. We run out. We go out and we run over to the mall and we go to Dick's and Dick's is empty. I mean... People were online, uh, no guns, 
no guns in this store, all the guns sold out. Uh, not that we were looking for guns, but we just noticed that the hunting section was bare. Then we go over to the gym, uh, the gym area, the weights area, and all that is bare. And Giannis is like, shit. So I was like, man, all the guns are, I was like, dude, I'd like, I was like, everyone's buying a gun, man. And you know, times are crazy right now. And I was like, and we got a black bear that got into my wife's garden. So we got a bear coming in my backyard every day. Okay. We got the deer, which I'm not really worried about the deer, but a bear. My wife also told me, uh, a month back, she saw a bobcat, which can get really nasty. So I'm like, you know what? I'd like a rifle. And Giannis goes, yeah, man, I'll get a rifle too. I'm like, maybe we should get a couple of rifles. What do you think? Should we get a couple of fucking guns? Hey, I'll go get some guns. So me, I go to the parking lot. I start calling Dick's Sporting Goods stores. And I find one about 40 minutes away from me. And I just called up and I go, yeah, you guys got shotguns or rifles or anything in there? And they go, yep. I go, well, what's it take to buy it? And uh, they go, oh, you need a license, blah, blah, blah. So we drive 40 minutes and we go into Dick's Sporting Goods and we go and there's a wall full of rifles and everything. And I see this one rifle. It's like a small, you know, it's like a 22, but it's like camouflage hunting. And I go, can I see that? And it's a really light gun, really easy to hold. Almost felt like, like a toy. And he's like, uh, yeah, he goes, this is like single action. He goes, but I got another one over here that's like uh, semi-automatic. Like you click it back once and you just pop off 10 shots, you know, this and that. He goes, it's really for small game. It could only really kill uh, it could only really kill a squirrel or a rabbit. You know, can't really kill anybody. And like me and Giannis are kind of scared of guns, but not, not in that way. Because we've shot them and we know it. But like I don't want some big fucking crazy gun. I want something easy, light, easy to use, super safe. So we're looking at this gun and it was just really, it was cool. It was like, it had this cool gray, you know, black, uh, black metal. And, uh, Giannis is like, you know what? Yeah, that's really light. And, and, you know, the guy's like, yeah, it's, it's not going to really, you know, do too much damage. And we start asking the funniest questions. I'm like, yeah, but could it, could it really take somebody down? And he's like, nah, you know, maybe like a flesh wound or <laughs> or whatever. But it's not really like it's it's the type of gun that can't even like, you know, wouldn't even go through a skull. If it hit you in the head, you'd 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 make it. And um and we're just looking around and I'm going like, yeah, but if I'm really close up and we just start asking the most hilarious questions, and Giannis goes, you know what, this is cool. I'm gonna take it. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna take it too. Let's let's get two of these. So this guy's like, all right. So he comes out. He's like, yeah, those are the rounds. You got to get it. He just starts tallying up money, right? And all the while, and now they got paperwork. And now all this paperwork's coming out. Now they're calling managers. And now we need to register to the FBI. And while we're doing this and while we're paying, neither of us told our wives, right? <laughs> neither of us said anything to our wives. Like our wives thought we were going to the grocery store. Okay, so it goes from going to get a pack of hot dogs at the grocery store to a couple of assholes coming in the house with semi-automatic firearms uh, and a thousand rounds of ammunition and all this shit and, and a watermelon. And <laughs> so, so once we start getting into the paperwork, like we're in now, I'm like, oh, I'm buying a gun. I'm buying a rifle and uh, I'm just trying to talk myself into my what into the fight with like my wife not being that bad. I'm going, you know what? 
it's a, you know, it's, what is it, a 22 caliber or whatever. I know it's automatic, but it, it's completely legal. It's safe. It's the smallest caliber rifle that there is. It's a good entry-level gun. You know, I'll tell her it's kind of like a glorified BB gun. Like, she's not going to be that mad. It's like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? It'll be hidden in the house. Nobody will ever see it. It's just for, you know, God forbid I'm on the road. She'll learn how to shoot it. She'll appreciate it. And I'm just telling myself all this shit, right? And so all of a sudden, we, we purchase it. Giannis gets his, we get our, we get our, um, we get our, our gun cases, we get our gun cleaner, we get our box of ammunition and all that. And, uh, I look at Giannis and I go, Hey dude, you got to come in my house with me when I go, when I go home. <laughs> he goes, why? He goes, why? To ease the blow. I go, listen, man, you're going to have to take some mustard off her fastball because I don't know if this is going to go good. So we're downstairs in the basement of a Dick's. Okay, we're in the basement of a Dick's and you can't get phone service. So the guy goes, the only way you guys can take this to the car, I need to walk both of you out with this. I need to make sure, you know, they're asking all questions. Are you a felon? You know, one one of the questions was, are you an outlaw from justice or something? It's like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking leave prison. I'm going to escape prison. You know, I, I don't know how many guys are coming in in striped outfits and shackles signing up for this fucking thing like what do you mean am i an outlaw uh, and and who's who's putting in yes yeah i am i'm actually i'm a two-time felon and an outlaw can i still get out of here with the semi-automatic so i uh <laughs> so he walks us upstairs we go up the escalator to pay and he has to give the paperwork to the people at the register and say these guys bought these firearms and everything and then all of a sudden my wife stacy texts me where are you and I go, I'm at Dick's. And now the fear starts coming over me. And I'm like, I just bought a semi-automatic weapon. And I didn't talk to my wife about it. And the last time this happened, uh, I bought a Lexus. And I didn't tell my wife about it. And my wife and I are both on Geico. So we have both cars on Geico. So they called. And my wife just saw, like when I did the phone call, my wife saw like a Geico alert saying that a car was switched over. And she goes, are you buying a fucking Lexus right now? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I just thought it would, (laughs) you know, I figured it was a good deal. And that didn't go over well. And I'm getting all those thoughts back now. And my wife goes, what are you doing? And I go, no, we're just a dick. She goes, did you get anything there? And I pause and I'm thinking and I'm thinking. And I'm thinking, and I go, <laughs> I go, yeah, you know, me and um, Giannis, uh, we we bought we bought rifles, and I wait, and as soon as I wrote that, I see the three bubbles writing back, and she goes, I hope you're kidding, and then I panicked, and I go, there, it's actually a BB gun. <laughs> it's, it's actually a BB gun. And she goes, Paul, what? I go, no, it's it's like a twenty-two caliber. It's like for small game. They told me it can't like hurt anybody. It's in, but I'll just show it to you. This and that. And she's just going back and forth. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be bad. And I look at Giannis and I go, dude, you just you have to come into my house with me. I'm, I've never asked you for anything. I'm asking you for a favor. You have to come in. And he's crying, laughing. He goes, I see fear in your face. Right. So we're on the car ride and then he tells his wife and I guess his wife, I don't know if she's giving him shit, but he's like, I don't know if this is going to be good for me either. (laughs) So we're crying, laughing because two comedian assholes 
who've never bought a gun before have now are now bought two semi-automatic rifles from Dick Sporting Goods, okay, with fucking thousand rounds of ammo, and we're petrified to go home to <laughs> to, to our five foot one wives. We're just petrified, okay, and we are crying, laughing. So I go. And I was like, I gotta get her flowers. <laughs> so I go and I get my wife a boutique. Uh, I get my wife a <laughs> bouquet, a boutique. What am I talking about? I get her flowers, right? I get the hot dogs she wanted. Okay, we. My wife likes to make hot dogs on the Fourth of July, and it, they have to be Hebrew National. She will not get sabrettes she will not get nathan's they have to be hebrew national i go to fucking acme i'm going to stop and shop i'm going to all these places and they just at nowhere has hebrew national so i'm going does that she goes it has to be hebrew national and she's not a pain in the ass or a dick it's just she won't eat any other hot dog besides hebrew national she's my wife i want to make her happy happy wife happy life no truer statement so i'm like let's do it and i'm just driving around so now i'm i'm on a mission with a semi-automatic weapon in my trunk i got i'm going for hebrew national hot dogs i had to get balloons and i wanted to get my wife flowers Giannis's wife <laughs> tells him that he's got to get a cantaloupe and a watermelon <laughs> So me and him are going all over God's country looking for fruit, looking for hot dogs. All the while, we should have been home two hours ago, but instead we traveled 40 minutes somewhere and 40 minutes back to get these impromptu guns that we had no intention of getting without our wives' permission and we're both petrified to walk in the door. So I swear to God, I've never laughed like I did in my life. We we go to Giannis's house. And we, he, he had a big package he needed help to put in the house. So I help him, and his wife's there. And then we go to the trunk, and I get the gun in his case. And he's holding the ammunition, the gun in one hand. And he's, he's holding the watermelon in the other. And I took a picture with tears running down my face. That's how much we were laughing. While his wife is at this step, just looking down at us, laughing, shaking her head, going, what the fuck did I get myself into? And now I'm scared because now I left him and his like first blow was done. And now I just go down my driveway and I got to go inside. And I, I bought two flowers. I bought one red, white, and blue, like roses or something like that. So I got the 4th of July flowers. And then I got another thing of flowers. And then I'm holding balloons. So I got flowers in one hand and balloons. And in the other hand, <laughs> I got guns. I got ammunition. And I just, I just come home with a smile on my face. And my wife is just sitting on the couch with my daughter. And uh, I go, guys, we got to have a meeting family meeting and I don't know why I'm telling you this personal shit but I got you know I just wanted to let people know what I did what we have how to respect a gun like what's going on and I go in and my fucking eight-year-old little girl Sophia just goes dad why'd you get a gun what do you need a gun for and she just starts laying into me and my wife is just looking at me like yeah she's right so now I'm getting I'm getting the look from the real general, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting shit on by the future general, okay, my son is just like, that's awesome, and um, I'm just going over the safety and how to respect it, and you are forbidden, I mean, I said it's going to be hidden, and they're never going to find it or see it, but forbidden, and I'm doing the whole spiel that you do, and the gun's locked, and all this stuff, and um, 
Giannis and I got on the phone and we cried about three things. We cried at the fact that, <laughs> A, it's not a strong gun, and we were disappointed. Because the guy's like, yeah, you know, we can't, we, it can only, you know, that, that thing will kill small game like a rabbit or a squirrel. And we're going, well, what about a person just in case? And he's like, nah, you know, maybe a flesh wound. And I'm literally going, no, but come on, man, if I'm really close, <laughs> I'm trying to get this guy to say that this isn't a bitch gun in any possible way that I can, <laughs> all the while being petrified to take it home to my wife. And Giannis, uh, just getting the fruit and me bringing the flowers home. I will say that she was kind of cool with it. Like, like she was, it wasn't a huge fight. And then she just goes, so you're going to go to car dealerships and buy Lexuses and you're going to go to places to buy. From now on, you can't do any decisions like that without talking to me. Do you understand? And I'm like, look, I'm not, do you understand? <laughs> it's like, yes, ma'am. I understand. But, um, the gun is awesome. Uh, the gun is really cool. And I respect, I grew up respecting guns. My father had a case of shotguns. He would go skeet shooting. My father actually had handguns. And um, we were always, always not only petrified of them, but respected them and knew what they can do. And um, to be honest with you, I could say this growing up with guns around made me way more. I would even say cautious and safe with them than had it not been that way. Because I feel like if you're never around a gun and then you see it or you look at it, but like I, you know, I was always really respect respectful and understood like what a gun is and what it could do. And uh, that's what I'm showing my kids. Um, I don't really want crazy guns that are powerful, that'll fucking blow someone in pieces. I don't want crazy handguns, nothing like that. I, like I said... I live in the country, I get bears, I get a bunch of stuff. The gun that I got, they said, would literally only annoy a bear or a deer and make them run. Could not kill them um, at all. Um, so, there you go. But I'm a gun owner and that was my day today. Uh, being afraid of my wife all the while of having a <laughs> semi-automatic gun with a thousand rounds and being petrified to bring it into the house. But um, I'm not going to lie. It felt good to get one, though, and just to know that, you know what, I uh, I exercised my, um, you know, what was it, my, my Second Amendment right? I exercised it, and uh, yeah, I just feel like, um, you know, I'm going to be very safe with it. I'm probably never going to use it. I'll just go to the range for target practice, and if there is a big animal in my backyard or something that is a threat to uh, any of us, you know, either, you know, firing something at this thing or shooting it in the air to scare it away. And uh, so I think between the dog and the gun, we should be pretty safe. I'm hoping. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm hoping it's it's really powerful. <laughs> I don't want to get addicted. Next thing you know, you come to my house, I got a fucking militia in my garage. I'm like, look at this one. You hit this button and a rocket, la <laughs> rocket launcher. <laughs> That's how bored I am, guys. I just picked up a gun hobby. That's how bored I am. I want to get on stage so bad. You know, there's only so many podcasts I could do. I want to get on stage. I played golf yesterday. Shout out to Dom Lombardozzi, uh, the great Dom Lombardozzi. We played yesterday. But uh, 
anyway, yeah, I just wanted to uh, let you guys know that and um, let you know all those announcements. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, my dates right now, it does look like I'm going to, it does look like, Sept I mean, right now, the way it looks, September 11th and 12th, I will be at the Funny Bone in Hartford, Connecticut. It looks like that's going on. Uh, I don't know what that means uh, in the next two months, but we'll see. If the next two months are good and, you know, Connecticut is good and they have like half capacity rules, I'll be there. I believe first week of October, I should be in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. So if you're in Salt Lake City, Utah, I'm coming out there. That's what I'm hoping to be at um, if that happens too. And then I just have, um, and I might be doing something um, in Norwalk in August as well. We're waiting to see on that. All these things, unfortunately, guys, are up in the air because of this craziness that's going on in the world. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. I feel weird even plugging dates because I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, and you know, and I, I just don't know. And I also want to say, I get, I get being tired of wearing the mask. I'm tired of wearing the mask too. You know, it's like, and just pulling it down just to breathe for a second and be like, shit, this sucks. But it's like, it just feels like the States and it's by state because I think in New York we did good, but it's like, if you're in one of those States, man, I'm telling you, if you just listen for a little bit, it shit, shit's going to go away. Um, and, and I wanted to, so I could get on stage because now with all these dates and everything, it's like, I don't, Oh, now it's October. Oh, now it's this, you know, I would have performed at the Wilbur in, in, uh, in Boston. And now I got to wait till March 13th, 2021. I'll be at the Wilbur in Boston, but you know, it's like all this shit just has to calm down. You know, now I saw a fucking flying snake. So not only did I see a bat with a dog face, did you see the bat with the dog face? Go to my Twitter. There's a bat that has like a dog head and it's a bat. Then they have something called a mega bat, which looks like a person hanging upside down in a costume, and it's a real fucking thing. It looks like a it looks like a giant human being. I mean, it looks like I don't even know what to say. It looks like a fucking dog slash fox slash fucking vampire hanging upside down, but it looks like a person put on a put on a leotard and has bat wings and it's hanging upside down and it's real. That's the first thing that freaked me out. Then the next thing that freaked me out was I saw something that said flying snakes. Apparently there are certain snakes now in certain parts of the country that propel themselves off of a tree and fly to attack you. So that shit's going on in 2020. And then somebody just sent me a picture of this dog face bat. And I don't mean like, oh, the little face looks like a dog. I mean the size of a dog head. Okay? A medium dog head. Okay? Like my dog Lloyd. If you ever saw my dog Lloyd, picture Lloyd's head and then a fucking smaller body that's a bat. Just hanging on a tree looking at you. So, I mean, I got to see that shit. So now, not only... Do we have riots and protests? Not only do we have a pandemic going on. Oh, then NASA saying that certain fucking meteors are getting close to hitting us. But now we got snakes flying off trees. We got dog faced bat, dog head bats. We got bats the size of people hanging upside down. I mean, what is next in 2020? Seriously, I, I just honestly like I just don't know what they're gonna what's what's gonna happen next. Because at this point, would anything surprise you? They basically, they admitted that, that they admitted aliens and UFOs and nobody really cared. 
And then people are like, well, they didn't admit aliens. They just admitted UFOs. Who's flying them? Okay. If they admitted it's an unidentified flying object, then it's a fucking unidentified thing flying it. Okay. I don't think your neighbor Ralph is going to be flying a fucking UFO. So now we got UFOs. We got aliens. We got flying snakes. We got giant bats. We got dog head bats. Um, what is next? Seriously. No comedy. So there's no laughter. I just don't know anymore. I don't know what, what is this the new norm forever? Or are we just going to, you know, what's going to happen? Oh, yeah, snake grew. Did you see the snake that has legs? Yeah, it's 40 feet tall, but it just walks with two legs now. It, it, next year it's growing arms. <laughs> I swear to God, I would not be surprised if they're like, yeah, did you hear about the talking pig? It speaks four languages. Go to the zoo. This thing just starts talking to you. I mean, what is, are we in the twilight zone right now? I don't know what is going on, people. I, honest to God, I don't know what's going on right now, but I feel like we're in the twilight zone. I feel like we're in some crazy movie right now. I just, this is the one of the weirdest, most un, just, just unprecedented things, man. Times of our life. Um, so that being said though, it is the big girl's birthday. And by the big girl, I mean the old US of A. That's right. That's right. America the Beautiful is uh, is having a birthday tomorrow. Independence Day. All right. I don't care what's going on in the country. I don't care what anybody says about this president, that president, the president that's going to be next, the president that was before, the president that was 30 years ago. What's going on in the country 30 years ago? What's going to be going on in the country 30 years from now? I don't care. I've traveled the world. I've been to so many places. And there is no place and no country better than the United States. Yes, we're in a little bit of a glitch right now. We're having a little bit. If we were a... uh, You know what I said? I feel like right now our country... You know when your team... When your team in football is like you know, third and eight, it's like third and eight, right? And this is it. You're down three. I mean, I'm sorry, you're down four. So three is not going to cut it. You need a touchdown and you're in the playoffs and it's third and eight. And if you don't get this, it's pretty much over. And then they go to commercial and during commercial, you're going, man, this is it for us. When we come back, we don't make this play. It's over. I feel like America is in that commercial. We're, we're waiting for that commercial to end and we're going to see. And we're either going to convert. We're either going to have a wide receiver, make a good pattern. We're going to throw a touchdown or we're going to throw the eight, nine yards, get the first down and live to see another day or... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> or it's or evil's going to win. And uh, I'm really not hoping for the latter. So I will say um, things will be all right. I will say that it's a shame and a sin what I'm seeing happening to my city of New York. Um, seeing certain blocks in certain areas, just anarchy. Um, de Blasio, who's just an absolute disgrace. I'm sorry, he's a disgrace. To... to to hear what I'm hearing that he's doing, I have many, many friends in law enforcement and and good people. Let me make that very clear. Good people in law enforcement. People that I know that saw what happened to George Floyd and, and they're in law enforcement and they were sickened by it. Okay. And I'll always stand by my friends that are police officers and law enforcement because they're good people. 
and they actually protect people and they're good people. And they saw that horrible injustice and they thought it was sickening too. But what, what de Blasio is saying to them and what I'm hearing about allowing, the, the shit that he's allowing is a disgrace. And seeing what's happening to New York City is a fucking disgrace. I will say that and I mean that. Um, it's just brutal to watch. I understand um, peaceful protests for injustice. I understand all that. I'm not talking about that. Okay, so I don't want to hear that shit. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about like just throwing bottles through windows and like throwing things like, you know, just for the hell of it and, you know, stabbing police officers in the neck that happened, throwing a brick in the back of a police officer's head when they were just trying to like, they weren't even able looking and they were like blocking, trying to help traffic. I mean, just um, some of the things are just really, really hard to see. And, and then, um, you know, people getting beaten and shit. It's just brutal, man. The whole the whole thing on both sides is brutal. So uh, I hope for the best. And I think if these people were in comedy clubs, these things wouldn't be happening, huh? You like how I spun that around? Guys, I miss you. I love you. I can't wait to uh, to get the Patreon going and I can't wait to actually see you guys. So I'm going to put those events up and those will be private events. Those won't be like monthly where you guys will be able to pay for it like it's a show. And, uh, and I'm, I'm going to let you guys know about that. We'll be making more announcements. So check that out. Check out the YouTube channel, which is going to have Verzi Effect clips. It also have this audio on it. So the Verzi, uh, the Paul Verzi, I'm sorry, the Paul Verzi official, whatever, uh, YouTube channel will have all of the TVEs. It is now available on Spotify. So you could get it on there. You could get it on iTunes and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Um, there will be clips uh, uh, full episodes of the Zooms with my guests, including the audio. There will be stand-up clips always being added to the YouTube channel. There will be the Dude I Called It web series added to that and just funny stuff, any kind of sketches or clips that we do. All the things that we do will be added on to the Verzi Effect, uh, I'm sorry, to the um, Paul Verzi YouTube channel. Shout out to the best producer in the game, my boy, my friend first, Andrew Themlis, who is also the producer of um, the Bill Burt podcast. He uh, helps with a ton of stuff with all things comedy projects and uh, just really just really great. And uh, he's the one when you see all the cool art and you see all the cool all the cool shit other than the talking. <laughs> all, all the cool shit you see other than me is Andrew Themlis. I would not be able to uh, do the show now without him and I would not be able to um, you know be able to get out to more people and just have it look better if it wasn't for him. That is for sure. And he's going to make sure that the Patreon is um you know, like I said, we wanted to do it uh, different. We wanted to do it better. We wanted to figure stuff out. Uh, the technology stuff on my end was just really difficult because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And um, that's going to all change. So check all of those things out, guys. I really appreciate you um, listening to everything. Also want to shout out, thank you so much for the 4.5 million views on TikTok uh, of my special uh, for, um, sorry, of the, um, lightsaber joke. I want to thank you for the 860,000 views of one of my Trump jokes on Facebook. I want to thank you for almost 600,000 views of the other Trump joke on, um, Facebook. I want to thank you for the almost 500,000 views of, um, another joke on Facebook. I mean, we're, it's just the, the special has a resurgence and the next one's even better. I'm looking forward to that too. So you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. Tell a friend. Subscribe because you guys are going to be getting a lot more. 
Um, happy 4th of July, everybody. Be safe. Have a good time. But uh, be safe. But most of all, enjoy the day. Celebrate the greatest country in the world. And uh, we're going to get through all this stuff. Uh, and. Uh